It's about doing something that's relevant to that brand that makes people, you know, have intrigue to then go and either search for it or find out more information. Welcome to Audio Branding, the hidden gem of marketing. Sound plays a more important role in human behavior and our decision-making than you may realize. In this podcast, I'll help you understand the art and science of sound so you can better influence others in business and your life. I'm your host, Jody Krangle. Let's delve a little deeper. This is the second part of my interview with Aaron Matthews. So how do you go about crafting a sound that you feel fits their brand and that they feel fits their brand. What's the, do you have a process that you go through? I mean, you don't have to give away the farm here, but, <laughs> but yeah, you yeah. know, like, but out of curiosity, how do you come to the conclusions in order to be able to craft them something that works? Yeah. So we, we, we sort of internally, we sort of create a kind of audio mood board, which is just us getting, you know, just putting some headphones on and getting loads of sounds together and just thinking, you know, what is a what is an audio representation of this visual component of their brand or their, you know, values or whatever they they stand for. Um, and, and it's about getting all those sounds together and just trying to work out how things might work together and, you know, how we might use different elements and and what sound effects we might need to go away and recreate or remake or or, or sort of re-engineer to kind of get make it sort of right for them um but it is a process of really just getting lots of sounds together and you know we have a you know when we present them so we have a sort of visual kind of you know sort of style guide but that's very much complemented by kind of an audio mood board this is how we think you know the type of music would would be suited for this is the type of sounds that we would associate with your brand and then it's about building that over over time and and turning that into a kind of full production sure yeah and it's a big job <laughs> mm, yeah absolutely yeah do you have which, any... they're, which they're very much involved in as well that's oh yeah you know, it, it, it's you know it's it's so crucial crucial that we have you know their their involvement in the, in the process and that is everything from you know picking and helping us choose you know the right voiceover and being in those sessions and you know us presenting to them a couple of times and getting that that those kind of sounds right for them and you know it's a really it's a really good creative process that we love mm -hmm. yeah it sounds like it's a bit of a long one too how does it mm. how long does it usually take from like the moment that you're given the okay to actually coming up with the end result um it it, it sort of depends really um but it's a good it's a, it's a good it's a good couple of months back and forward to kind of get to get it going sure. um i don't yeah. think it's as long as some potentially some design processes mm -hmm. i think sometimes visual identity can take a long time um but but i think when a brand's got a really clear you know who they are really clear visual identity that actually makes it a lot easier for us sure yeah i just want to let people know that this is not a you know doesn't happen in a week mm. <laughs> you know yeah. it, it it does take some time and it takes them back and forth so yeah it's a yeah. collaborative experience which exactly. is important yeah yeah but when we get it right and you know when we um you know when it works it's it's really powerful um and you know having and hearing it across different channels it, you know it's it, and it's really it's really important to, to have one it's you know this is the time more than ever that you know an audio identity is needed oh yeah for google home and alexa and all of that stuff Absolutely. i mean yeah there's all sorts of places where it's audio only so how do you differentiate yourself from your competitor right and gotta sound different <laughs> exactly yeah. yeah so do you have any actual case studies of of 
projects that you've worked on in the past that you've seen out in the wild working? <laughs> um, I think there's there's probably a, a couple that I'm just about to to launch that that haven't quite yet. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, so probably not just <laughs> you now. You can't talk about that. Um, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sworn <laughs> yeah. to secrecy. Yeah. Um, there is one that's we've we've completed already for um, uh, quite a big dating brand mm -hmm. I, mean, I can say that um but that's all i can say <laughs> okay. um uh, and that's that's yeah that's um that's on its way so that's an exciting one and and hearing it and you know and it will be exciting so yeah so where are they going to play that out all over like podcasts or are they going to play it on like streaming radio and and radio and tv and yep so everywhere so it'll go across all their assets and that's that's the point you know we want to be able to kind of complement you know, video, uh, complement any kind of streaming uh, that they do, whether that's TV or, or, mm -hmm. or YouTube ads, uh, but also, you know, digital audio and radio as well. And it ties it all, all then together. Yeah, yeah. It's a, a pretty big undertaking and mm. uh, hopefully it works very well for them. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting. So it's almost really ready to, yeah, yeah. you're almost, <laughs> almost ready, ready to, to hear it. it in the wild. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Uh, so where do you see this going in the future? I'm curious because there's so much more, there are so many more channels coming out as we speak and more all the time. And I'm just, I'm wondering where you see this sonic audio identity going into the future. Where do you see it happening? Do you think people are going to pay more attention to it? <laughs> Definitely. And I, I, you know, it's obviously very hard to predict the future. I'm not, not quite sure where it's going to go. I think it's, I yeah. think, I think there's, you know, I think brands are at the start of, of sort of waking up to it very very few brands do it well to be honest with you and i but i think it's open to everybody i don't think it's just like a you know uh, available to kind of massive global brands i think you know you know very much localized uh, businesses can can do it very well um mm -hmm. you know and it's about i think it's about you know audio consistency at, at its heart but it's about having something that sort of stands out uh, and identifies you as you know as being different and you know if we think back up you know about commercial radio in the sort of 80s and 90s you know you would hear huge amounts of of kind of jingles and you know you know what were then the sort of sonic logos of, of the sort of 80s and 90s and stuff and almost every ad had one yeah i'm <laughs> right? actually curious because i wanted to ask you about that why don't you think jingles are a big thing anymore what do you think happened i don't know um because they were so effective. I mean, they really worked. <laughs> I, I can remember, you know, listening to the, to, to the radio station growing up that I ended up working at. And I mm -hmm. can remember um, a, a jingle in my head for a, a Windows and Conservatories company because it would it was running. It would be on the radio for about sort of like, you know, 10, 20 years. Um, you know, every other break you would hear it. And, and I remember that even now. Um, yeah. you know, I know what the brand's called and it's like, I don't know. I, I don't know what happened. Do we, do we, do we think it just was too cheesy? Um, you know, but then you think back even, you know, even now radio stations run, run jingles for, for imaging and such like, and you know, they're super effective and I, I don't know. I don't know what happened, but I think there's an opportunity and I think, I think we can do it in a you know a kind of 2022 way where yeah. we what would that way be i don't know we bring <laughs> jingles back um yeah 
But I think it. I think it's about doing it in a. Yeah, I think. I think it is. I don't know. Do, do they sound cheesy? I don't know. Um, that that sort of you know the, those kind of ones of the past maybe. But there's mm-hmm. a way of doing them. You know, and actually McDonald's. You know, that's a good example. Again, a good example of you know yeah. an updated version of a jingle. That's essentially what it is. You know, mm-hmm. there. You know, there's some lyrics in there. There's a really good. You know. You know. Uh, you know, sonic cue to it. Obviously, it's a song in its own right, um, but it's used in a you know, it's used in a kind of that sort of jingle position. And I think, yeah, I think I think it's I think it's time to bring back the jingle. I'm going to start a campaign. <laughs> Please do. I I used to love them, and they were so memorable. That was the thing, right? Mm. Advertising needs to be memorable, otherwise, it's just failed advertising. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And there's a there's a brilliant. Um, a book by a copywriter called Dave Trot, who's worked at lots of big um, agencies, um, and he's a he's a kind of creative mastermind. Um, and he always uh, one of the amazing quotes in there is that you don't have to like it; you just have to remember it. Yes, exactly. Which is, which is always sort of stuck with me. And I think, you know, I, I remember reading something a little while ago where I think and this varies, obviously, but I think we're exposed to like something ridiculous, like a couple of thousand different ads a day through, you know, TV and, you know, bus backs and billboards and, you know, podcast ads and stuff. And it's about sort of fighting through that noise. And I think uh-huh. that's sort of what we like to do and, and how we like to position ourselves is that actually let's let's sort of do the opposite of what everyone else is doing you know let's let's do less copy in those ads and let's do more sound sound design let's do you know the jingles and the sonic identities let's do the stuff that no one else is doing because that's the way that you stand out um and i think that's really important um yeah because it's just so noisy out there and you've oh, got to totally cut yeah through. I mean, I I do recall that I think it was 2016. This is how I got into ASMR, <laughs> um, and I don't even know if you know what that is. Yes, ASMR? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, yeah. okay. So, um, in I think it was 2016, IKEA did an ASMR half-hour commercial with a woman whispering and rubbing her hands over sheets and tapping on lamps and stuff like that. And it was a half, like it was 26 minutes long. Brilliant. (laughs) This was a commercial (laughs) back in 2016. And I mean, as far as audio is concerned, it was like, it was really good audio, but it was way back. Like it was meant to be listened to in headphones. Yeah. Because for ASMR, that's what you do. I had no clue. I didn't know what it was. It creeped me out. <laughs> in, the, in the beginning, I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> and, but it was, it was so different, I think, that it just, it solidified their, um, their kind of place in my head as innovators. Yeah. Because it was just so different. It stood out from everything around it whether you were creeped out by it or not <laughs> but it, the the sound went way down though like it was it was almost like unobtrusive instead of obtrusive <laughs> and, and you know and and you know it's done its job in, in in its purest form because we're talking about it now you know how many years yeah. later and it's like you know yeah. that's that's where things like branded podcasts work really well when you have mm-hmm. a brand that is willing to do something a bit different and a bit out there but also isn't, you know, shoehorning in kind of commercial messages. You know, it's mm-hmm. just very contextually relevant to IKEA. And, you know, sometimes you hear branded podcasts where, you know, there's sort of these weird kind of sort of commercial messages kind of like 
sort of shoehorned in and crowbarred in in a really bizarre kind of way. And actually, you know, if you take it back a couple of steps and really kind of tell a great story uh, when it comes to, you know, getting a branded podcast right, you can do some really powerful stuff. And for IKEA, that's a really good example of how, you know, that that's that's almost kind of taking what they look like as a visual identity yeah. and what they do in, in, in visuals and, 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 and advertising generally to, to audio and do something really clever like that. Well, it was, I guess, geared towards college students because they were going off to college when you could do that. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and they were needing all sorts of stuff for their dorm rooms. So this was an advertisement for college kids to, furnish their dorm rooms, <laughs> which was perfect because they were the ones that understood ASMR, right? So I understood, even though it might have creeped me out at the time, that it was not a commercial for me. <laughs> so good, was, though. Yeah, pretty obviously, you know, they they zeroed in on who they were going for and, and they hit it out of the park. So, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's it's amazing, and I think that when all of it comes together, including the sound, including the picture, including the voiceover, or whatever the music, when it all comes together, it's magic. It really is. Yep. I know it takes some effort to write a review, and I know how busy and let's face it, kind of stressful our lives are right now. So it means a lot that you take the time to let me know how you feel about the podcast. Bruce at Mindfulness Mode writes, This is a gift to any business. This podcast gives a whole new perspective to branding and every business owner needs to hear it. Jody has a terrific voice and presence as an interviewer, and she draws out the best from her guests. There are powerful lessons you need to hear right now to pump new life into your business. Thank you so much for your thoughtful words, Bruce. I really appreciate it. And now, back to the show. Speaking of podcasts, I'm curious if there are any that you are listening to or have heard in the past that really did that whole digital advertising thing right. Yeah. Um, in terms of, I mean, in terms of branded podcasts, I mean, there's there's there's, there's probably a huge list. In terms of, um, and I'd probably have to have a think on that. And um, But in terms of sound design generally, um, probably one of the best podcasts I've ever heard is uh, a podcast from the UK, which is a BBC production um, from a guy called George the Poet. Okay. And it's called Have You Heard George's Podcast? Hmm. And it's the story of him growing up in London. And he is a spoken word artist, um, hence the name, George the Poet. And it's won numerous awards, but it is probably one of the best podcasts that I've ever heard in terms of sound design it is the most beautiful listening experience in the sense that the way that it's written, the way that uh, he records it, the use of language, um, the sound design in it, it's, you know, the amount of, of different textures and different sounds and different people that he has in it. And, you know, the soundscapes are so rich and vibrant and it's honestly like the most beautiful podcast to listen to. Um, that's that's up there and you know if if brands want to do branded podcasts that's what they should be aspiring to to be honest with you where they really tell a really great story but they use sound you know and again you know there's you know there's podcasts that work as a kind of you know uh, you know a, a sort of dry monologue you know that that don't need anything but i think when you're telling really rich beautiful stories i think having that punctuation and having that sound design and using sound is so crucial to it. And he's his podcast is a absolute gold standard as to where you should be with it. 
Um, it's a beautiful production. There's so much to learn from a lot of the podcasts mm, out there. Yeah. yeah. So what if someone's making a branded podcast, assuming that, you know, people listening are interested in creating a podcast that might help them uh, let people understand their business, let's yeah. say. Um, what do you think is a, a good thing for them to keep in mind when they're doing that? as far as content is concerned yeah i mean i don't i don't think the job of a branded podcast is to is to sell a product or service necessarily well yeah it's got to be a lot more than you know just putting out the name of the brand yeah yeah um but it but it shouldn't be the job to kind of you know to do what you know the sort of next part of that that sales process is which is you know get someone to visit a website or to you know take an action on something it's about doing something that's relevant to that brand that makes people you know have intrigue to then go and either search for it or find out more information and i think that's where branded podcasts sometimes don't quite work because there is that sort of those kind of weird sort of shoehorned in kind of commercial messages which are a bit salesy sure. and, and and aren't sort of really contextually relevant to the kind of content and I think it's about getting and it's quite a hard thing to do but it's about getting that getting that right uh, and getting that balance right about how you can you know inform and entertain people but not necessarily sell to them yeah it's a it's a, a tough balance I think mm. that um, I, I think that a lot of people would forget that they're creating content that is an enhancement so that people understand who they are as opposed to trying to sell their product or service, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, and I, but I think, we're, we're, I think we're also at that point now where, you know, we want brands to be authentic and real. We want to know, yes. you know, and, I, and especially when you look at kind of startup brands, you know, we want to know the story. And, and a lot of their marketing is about, you know, their journey and their story and their and their sort of why. And I think that's where probably big brands that that aren't in that kind of space are trying to catch up in this area and actually have got have actually got a really good opportunity to kind of get across their brand values and and what they're about and their their brand authenticity very much like kind of new startup brands do it do it very well and i think there's that's where there's a real opportunity to tell some really great stories from from their people and and the people that they work with or what they do to kind of you know make the place make the world a better place or whatever it might be um but yeah, there's a lot of opportunities, and I think I think there's a lot more branded podcasts coming. I think we're at the, just at the very, very sort of tip of the iceberg with with those, um, and I think there's going to be some some amazing ones that that, that probably come out in the next uh, next couple of years. Yeah, are any of the clients that you've been working on thinking of branded podcasts? Yeah, we've got uh, we've got a, a, an automotive um, one we're working on at the moment, um, right. which is uh, which is really exciting, um, and you know, again, you know, telling a telling a great story that's relevant to, to to them but isn't necessarily you know overly salesy and you know but it but it makes you think you know quite rightly about their brand and and what they're doing and you know and do their values align with yours and all that kind of stuff and and that's really where the kind of sweet spot is for i think branded podcasts yeah you can let people know who you are so that you mm. attract your people and and repel yeah. the people who don't get you <laughs> exactly attract your tribe yeah yeah exactly so I was going to ask you what you're working on now, um, although you've kind of told me, but is there anything that you haven't mentioned <laughs> that you'd like to? <laughs> um, 
I think there's yeah, there's lots of these. Obviously, some some stuff we we can't mention. It's the things that we've just yeah. just finished. Um, uh, yeah, lots of lots of kind of audio ads and stuff. At the moment, we're doing a lot of kind of three sixty three D binaural spatial audio stuff. That's really big for our oh, clients so at the fun. moment. That's really fun, and we're doing more and more uh, dynamic advertising as well. So these are you know personalized ads depending on uh, different data points. Uh, we can personalize ads to to listeners depending on where they're listening. Things like you know weather outside, location, um, and yeah. the ads can change. What time of day, exactly, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and and again, more and more of that as well as as you know. I think as we're with our customers, we're sort of you know we're sort of taking them on a journey. Some of them are only just starting, kind of doing audio advertising for the first time. Some of them are a bit further down the road, and you know we're at different stages of doing different kind of things with with different clients. So some clients are now looking at dynamic audio because they've done their first first big campaigns with us. Other clients are looking at actually, well, how can we push this a bit further? Can we do some branded podcasts? Can we do some 360 audio? Um, so yeah, there's a lot of exciting things going on. And, you know, and more podcasts mean means more ears and more people listening and more opportunities and more brands getting involved in this space. And, yeah. and, and that's for us a really exciting thing is, you know, I can, as we've just discovered, can sit here for, you know, a long time, you know, <laughs> being passionate about audio and talking about oh, yeah. it and audio quality and you you know this as well and we've worked together before um you know that that's our thing and and, and just yeah having having that kind of level of quality with with the audio that we work on is is kind of key really for us definitely i'm gonna ask you a question actually before we end this because i'm i'm curious about your res your response to this and and how you might use this in the future if you decided to are you at all on social audio and i but by that i mean twitter spaces and clubhouse and um i i don't know if facebook's thing is really open to the public yet but um there's all sorts of ways for people to have audio only discussions in yeah. social media and i'm wondering if any like if you or if any of your clients have used like live streams or or that kind of thing i think amazon has a live stream thing there's um I, i'm on clubhouse all the time yeah. um so just talking about audio which it's kind of a the perfect place to talk about it <laughs> absolutely and I, and uh, i've been on there i've been in a couple of rooms and, and heard some discussions mm -hmm. and stuff i haven't really taken part to be honest with you um i um and, and i think probably the difference is from me and consuming audio and the way that I listen to, you know, I like the idea of being able to listen to something on demand when I can listen to it. And I think that's obviously the beauty of podcasting. Um, exactly. And, yeah. and being able to stop it and pause it and come back to it. And, you know, and I think for me, that's that's where it works. And again, just talking about, you know, the, the podcast that I just mentioned, you know, George the Pope's podcast, you know, from a producer point of view, being able to hear something as well produced and as rich as that, you know, in storytelling, for me outweighs kind of something like you know somebody on their their phone in, in clubhouse although the content might be interesting um it's yeah it's something that i have personally haven't really got into um being an audio person and that might be you know maybe not the way to think about it but um yeah it i, I don't know i've tried I've, I've been i've tried it a couple of times and i just can't get into it if i'm honest yeah so yeah it, it does take some getting used to. And I think um, what you might want to do if you're experiencing this on an on-demand basis is to go and watch the replays. Because mm. um, all the clubs have, uh, if a room happened, they usually have a display of rooms that happened previously. And then you can go and log into them and sort of like, and when I say log in, it's a click of a 
button. Yep. It's not like, you know, they're not asking you anything more than what you've already given. <laughs> uh, and you can just go and sort of listen to the conversation unfold and you can watch people come on stage and watch them leave and, you know, watch their mics go live and whatever and hear everything that's going on and not actually have to be involved in the discussion. You're listening to it later. Yep. But yeah, so it's, it's just, I find that it's a very, um, spontaneous way to have a conversation yeah. so it's a lot more social than social media because what ends up happening is you're you're connected with someone on social media and you may have been connected with them for years but you don't really know them mm. yeah <laughs> and yet the minute you get into a discussion with them in uh in a social audio room like clubhouse or twitter spaces or anywhere else you end up getting to know them pretty well mm. over a period of time. So we have some regulars that show up to the room. I have a room uh, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, which I know for you is not, <laughs> not the best time. Oh God, I'm going to try and make it. Okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No. Uh, but the replays are there, and you're yep. welcome to have a listen to them. But, uh, but, yeah, we talk about audio in all of its forms. It's a club called The Power of Sound. And and we're we're just talking in general, but there are people who show up, you know, time after time, and I get to know them. They become regulars as they join me, and and they come up on stage and and state their opinions, and it's almost like a radio talk show. Yeah, it's it's pretty similar, actually. Okay, I'm gonna and... I'm gonna come and join. Honestly, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do. You convinced <laughs> me. It sounds good. Um, I love talking to people. I, I you know, I, I, yeah. you know that that's the thing. I think having conversations with people, and like you said, it, it's a much more social way of doing it, and. Um, yeah. You know, very much like what you know, like we're doing now, I guess. Are you looking for ways to improve your company's or podcast's impact? You'd be surprised how powerful the use of an intentional audio branding strategy can be. Want to know more? I have a free downloadable PDF that gives you my five tips for implementing an intentional audio strategy at voiceoversandvocals.com/audio-branding-strategy. That location does ask to put you on a mailing list just to send you updates on when the new podcasts come out. But if you really don't want to give your email out, I understand. Just contact me directly. My email is all over my website. And I'll make sure you get that PDF without needing to sign up anywhere. If you do sign up, though, you also get access to a resources section called The Studio, where I have videos, white papers and PDFs, discounts from my guests, and snippets of audio from my guests that no one else gets to hear. So maybe it's worth your while. Totally up to you. And of course, if you're looking for voiceovers, you can get in touch with me about that too. Now, back to the podcast. Yeah, but I find that like social media as a visual format, yeah, it's interesting and it can hold your attention for a while and, you know, stress you out or whatever it's going to do. But I find that actually getting to know people is through their voices. Yeah. Which is really an interesting dynamic because, again, we've been talking about audio all this time and you can see someone but not really know them until you hear them yep and it's almost kind of it and it's and it's even different you know it's like i guess it's like having a kind of zoom with the camera off in a way it's like yeah. that's also you know very different to you know seeing somebody and having a conversation even over video as well and i yeah. think you know it is it is quite interesting especially when you've got a collective group of people that are all you know taking part that's uh sure. yeah it is an interesting space there's a lot less pressure on it, actually. You know, like I, I don't, I don't know how, uh, how, uh, how you handle this, but um, uh, for me, uh, being on camera means 
putting on makeup. It means like doing Same. all sorts of, you know, <laughs> you know, it's not a concern for everybody, but for people who are on video on a regular basis, there's a little more pressure to, to you know, be camera ready, put it that way. Absolutely. Like at home, I've got like a little, you know, a, a ring light and stuff in the studio yes, and, and I'm yeah. really conscious of it. And I sort mm -hmm. of get a bit kind of like a bit nervous before it happens where when I know that I'm having a Zoom that's just audio, I'm way more relaxed. Than yes. I would be if, if it was on video as well. Yeah. So couple that with Clubhouse where you don't have video, it's all audio. Yeah. So all you're doing is using your audio setup, whatever that happens to be. People are on their phones, but I'm going to give you a tip and, and hopefully the person listening right now is going to also get this tip. There's an app out there called clubdeck.app. If you go to clubdeck.app, it's a... Uh, application program that you can run on a Mac or a PC, and then you can run it on your desktop, which means that you can plug in your audio from your desktop, right. which is so this, much this more. Is, this is the thing. So I wouldn't yeah. do it on my phone because of yeah. the sound quality, because that's yeah. the kind of person I am. Um, I would have to do it on on the microphone in the studio. So so you've can, you've now convinced me. I'm going to yeah. do that. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> So it's much easier to do on a desktop for me, too. I don't like doing things on my phone like that, especially yeah. audio. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Although, yeah, I have heard really good audio with a phone, actually. So people do yeah, manage no, to make to it work. Yeah, to be fair, they do, yeah. And I think, do you know what? I think it's about being in the right environment. When I have been on yes. Clubhouse before and I've heard stuff, you hear the person and they, for, for whatever reason, they're standing next to, like, you know, a freeway or whatever and you're just like or oh they're God. driving in their car <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. I, this is too much uh but yeah having having those quiet environments you know with a phone it does work as well of course mm -hmm. it does and, and the great thing about that is that you know it, it doesn't just open it up to you know audio professionals you know per se it's actually you know it's the idea that it's meant to be for everyone and everyone can yeah. jump on and have a conversation and you know and i think that's the important part of it and that's where you know and that's the great thing about podcasting isn't it is that literally anyone can do it from anywhere yeah. um um, and and that's the exciting thing about it. Yeah. So there you have it. Audio at its finest and only getting better. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So how can people reach out to you if they want to get in touch? Um, so uh, we're, on, we're on LinkedIn. So Creative Fix um, and, and Aaron Matthews on there as well. Um, our website is creativefixaudio.com, um, which is all about us and some you know nice case studies some sort of audio examples on there as well so we'll listen to some of our work but mm -hmm. but yeah reach out any questions yeah um it's always good to connect connect with people so sure yeah thank you so much for coming on today i really appreciate it this was a really interesting conversation thank <laughs> thanks jody that's great well that's the end of this episode Thanks for listening. And if you like what you heard, why not tell a friend about this podcast? It's available in all the usual locations. Until next time.